0: The power of this machine here, which is a fairly sizable mini-computer, mainframe computer, yeah. one day will be on a chip. You'll get the same power out of the chip as you have in this mainframe. And that will happen in a very few... Hmm. Well, even before that day comes, computers are still doing some pretty staggering jobs, many of which we take for granted, and which would simply not be
1: possible without computer power.
0: We, we-, we-, we designed...
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Redesign Podcast. What's going on people? My name is Mr. Cakebox, also known as the content producer. This week we're going to be talking about automation, namely the new initiative with McDonald's drive-thrus, which is going to be quite interesting. Also, some new driving laws if you're here in the UK you need to be aware of these driving laws with regards to mobile phone usage. That's going to be really interesting, so we're going to be talking about that. Also, HSBC are shutting down branches, giving a clear indication that we're on the way to being more of a cashless society, and we're going to rely less and less on banks in the traditional sense. And also this week, as promised, we're going to be going over to a chat with the panel the redesign network shout out to ade Atkins, dr shante and miss tammy they'll be joining me on the podcast so we're going to get into that conversation as well going to be talking about the early days of the internet our first exposures to the internet and also is social media dying all of that coming up after this cryptocurrency
0: artificial intelligence web 3.0 Consumer Electronics, Social Media, The Metaverse, Biotechnology, Autonomous Vehicles, The Internet of Things, Virtual Reality, Augmented
1: Reality, CRISPR, Space Travel, Digital Media, Next Generation Gaming, E-Commerce, Robotics, Climate Change, Carbon Neutral, Engineering, Wearable Technology, Digital Health, And if you are tuning in on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit the bell as well so you're notified of new videos. New videos every Tuesday, as with the audio podcasts as well. Every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. So we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, pretty much all of them. So whatever platform you're listening to, make sure you follow, hit the like comment subscribe all of that good stuff and also leave a review at the end of the podcast if you would like because it helps to get found on the uh the algorithms and stuff like that helps with the algorithms helps new people to find the podcast and uh yeah keeps me motivated so i can come up with new ideas for new shows so without further ado let's jump into this week's first topic So McDonald's, they are ahead of the curve once again. McDonald's is one of those companies you just can't kill. You can't get rid of McDonald's. I can't imagine a world without McDonald's. And no matter how much change is thrown at it, no matter how much society changes, you know, the whole healthy thing, the whole vegan movement, even the pandemic couldn't get rid of McDonald's. So McDonald's are ahead of the curve once again, and they are now looking to automate with AI the drive through. So you've probably already gone to McDonald's and seen that the kiosk side of things is already automated. So they're getting rid of a lot of the front of house staff. So you literally use a machine kiosk to make your order. Then you go and collect it. McDonald's are not going to stop there. They're going a step further with the drive through you're going to be using a system very very similar to Siri or Alexa and i think i might have just triggered i knew it i just triggered my alexa so yeah it's very similar to uh, siri or something like that so it's voice activated did you hear that i put i she is still going on. Apologies to anyone if I triggered your your uh, your voice activated speaker. I'm not going to say the name. But yeah, kind of lost my train of thought. But anyway, yeah, so they're going to be using this voice activated system where you it will take your order at the drive-thru. So they're saying it's got about 85% accuracy at the moment, which is pretty good if you ask me, because usually when you go to the drive-thru, they kind of mess up your order anyway, and you have to repeat yourself. But yeah, this is the this is the way McDonald's is going. So it's not going to be like this year or anything like that. They're only testing. They're in the testing phases. So they're test they're testing in a few cities in North America, but I'm sure it will um spread to the rest of Europe and the rest of the world. Um so the CEO mentioned in an investors conference that they're looking to roll this out within the next five years. So McDonald's just sold its drive through technology to IBM. So that's going to be a big deal. That's one of their, their, their partners on this automation. So um, yeah, it says here on uh, businessinsider.com, the chain's early investment in AI would give it a future advantage. That is exactly what I expect from McDonald's. Nothing less. They're always going to be around. Imagine a world without McDonald's. Anyway, I'm going to leave a link in the description if you want to check out that. Um, that article there, it's really, really important because this just shows you that this is this is where we're heading. We are looking at AI solving problems or maybe causing problems in the labor market. So there's a huge shortage of labor. People don't want to do certain jobs anymore. And AI might be the the answer, but it could be a blessing as well as a curse because there's going to be a lot of people who are unemployed due to this stuff they're going to have to need to upskill and find other areas to work in especially if you work in retail or if you work in hospitality fast food or something like that it's going to displace a lot of people but anyway check it out um businessinsider.com there's an icon they're going to leave that link in the description if you live in the uk and you are a driver you need to pay attention to this Yeah, so not only do you need to pay attention on the road, you need to pay attention to this. So they've got some new laws coming. The government are changing the highway code. So the uh, DSA, Driving Standards Agency, DVLA, they are changing the highway code to deal with the loophole in mobile phone usage. So before this law, which was introduced 17 years ago, where you can't use your phone, Uh, while driving there were a few loopholes where you could use it to take photos or use it to look at your your sat nav or um, even if you just want to silence a call as long as you're not you know really bait with it and you've got the phone to your ear while you're driving yeah it it was kind of all right but obviously people do not know how to behave themselves all you people that like to snap and drive or do instagram stories while driving yeah i'm talking to you use your brain 200 pounds and six points that's what they're that's what they're giving you imagine what that's going to do to your insurance costs and with these fuel prices these gas prices i don't know if you're you're balling out of control like that but i i'd I don't know what's the point of getting six points on on my license. It's it's not that deep, what, for social media or to send a text message. So what they're doing with this law, they are removing all gray areas. So this is what it means. This is what it's going to mean, right? So it, it means you will get a penalty for the following. Illuminating your screen, unlocking your device, checking the time, checking notifications, even rejecting a call is enough to warrant the six points penalty and the £200 fine. You can't take uh, selfies, can't record videos. So if you're a YouTuber and you think you're going to record a video while you're driving in your car, you can, you can forget that one. That is, that is a no-go area. Um, this includes um, dictating voice messages onto your phone, searching for photos, searching for music. No changing of songs on the phone. You better have some sort of in-car entertainment system built into your dash. You cannot be changing songs on the phone anymore. Um, But I I get it because there there are a lot of people who are so obsessed with their phone. They're probably killing people, injuring people. And um, yeah, um, us motorists, we need to behave. But it's probably all part of a a bigger initiative anyway. They They don't really want us driving. So, um, yeah, a lot of people are going to be losing their licenses this summer. So this is going to be 25th of March. This this law is going to come into place. So, yeah, um, check that out as well. Link in the description. Nationalworld.com news on drivers warned of a strict new law coming into force this month with a £200 fine. Stay off that phone. Anyway, let's go for a quick break.
2: These days, lots of busy mums are noticing that their favourite mashed potato rattles. This is because it contains the real potato pieces that ensure a mashed potato that tastes absolutely perfect. Mm, that is good! And we think you'll find nothing else will seem quite the same again.
0: <laughs> or mash gets smashed! <laughs>
1: HSBC are shutting 69 branches in the UK. So this announcement is another sign of things to come. More and more people are relying on online banking and going to branches less and less often. Especially nowadays when you don't even need to go into your branch to pay a check. You can literally, I know with banks such as Monzo, you can literally take a photo of the check and then they will deposit the check for you. No more lining up. Um, the pandemic was a, a a great example of what used to happen. I remember there used to be so many uh, such long queues round the block to get to the bank to draw out money or to, to, you know, let's say, for example, if you lost your debit card or you wanted some sort of other service, pay some money into an account. Long. This is the sign of things to come. Banks are probably going to be a thing of the past, traditional banks or high street banks. They are on their way out, just like I was saying with McDonald's this is gonna this is really gonna change the job market for a lot of people retail banking, retail in general, hospitality with retail we're, we're seeing a shift to direct to consumer Amazon is kicking everyone's ass this is a, a further sign of of things to come so um yeah it says here that 50 percent less than 50 percent of customers are now actively using their branch network. With the average footfall declining by more than half since 2017. And as mentioned before, HSBC said the shift towards online and mobile banking had accelerated since the start of the pandemic. So yeah, we especially with things like crypto, DeFi, you're going to see a lot more of this. And this is the start of the fourth industrial revolution. We are going into a new financial system. So yeah, it, it's definitely something that you need to keep your eye on. Make sure you stay educated on that. And more importantly, make sure you subscribe to this podcast because I'm going to have some guests who are a lot more knowledgeable than me on DeFi, cryptocurrency and um, all of that good stuff. So, yeah, this is this is the beginning of the end of traditional banking. Um, There's a lot there's a lot going on here. Yeah. Moving on swiftly. But before we do that, let's go for a quick interlude.
3: in the
2: money markets of the city is a miracle of technology the money dealers take for granted you can make a telephone call anywhere in the world simply by touching a television screen it's british telecom's city business system and it gives the dealing room at lloyds bank international the speed of connection that is vital in a business where time is quite literally money helping
0: london stay at the heart of the world's financial markets British Telecom is the power behind the button. We
1: so if you've made it this far to the podcast I want to thank you for sticking with me and if you're enjoying the podcast make sure you've you follow, you like, you subscribe. If you're on YouTube, same applies. Make sure you hit the bell, and uh, make sure you leave a comment if you want to get involved in the conversation. And speaking of getting involved in the conversation, if you are on Twitter, you can get involved by using the hashtag RedesignPod, or you can drop me a voice note on Instagram. Just follow me at Mister Underscore Hatebox, and I'll pick that up. And I might even play it on the show got any questions or anything like that or any feedback let me know so without further ado like i said before we are going to get into the topic of the week with the redesigned network panel so yeah we had a really interesting conversation about our humble beginnings on the internet our first experiences and also talking about social media is it dying let's jump into that right now Before we jump on topic, I'm going to introduce the panel and uh, after that, we're going to get into some talking points. And in the meantime, if you haven't subscribed already, make sure you hit the subscribe button on all platforms, Spotify, Apple. Is it Apple? Apple Music? Yeah. I'm rusty, guys. I've not been on this podcast for like 18 months. So
3: bring it back. Bring it back to remembrance.
1: (laughs) Amen. So who we got on the panel today. So I want to go around the room and just uh, introduce yourself and, yeah, give us your 30-second elevator pitch. Who we got in the house today?
0: Where we start? We're going
1: to start with uh, Tammy. Let's start with you.
0: Okay. So I am Tammy, Clytee Tammy. I am the host of a podcast called Who Moved My Back In, where I speak to black women in business. I also have a subscription box for children under four years old, which is a bedtime subscription box with pajamas and books and everything to get them ready for bed. So That's what I do.
1: Cool, cool. And we've got Dr. Shantae in the house.
3: Hello, I'm Dr. Shantae. I'm the host of a podcast called Whole and Complete, and that podcast really is about the intersection of faith and wellness. And so the show provides resources and coaching on navigating mental health issues, spiritual growth and personal development. So that's what I'm about.
1: Last but not least, who else we got in the house? yo 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 i'm ade Atkins. i'm the
2: host of the ads vice podcast where we discuss stuff that doesn't get discussed enough everything from mental health to relationships polyamorous relationships money matters you name it we discuss it cool so
1: let's jump into the topics so the first talking point is social media dying I've been on social media since. I don't. I don't even want to. Know, I don't even want, want to admit this, but I've been on social media since MySpace. If you don't oh, know what MySpace is,
0: <laughs> oh, i been on since Facepick.
1: Do you know what? Face what came first, Facepick or MySpace? I can't even remember.
0: No, definitely Facepick, and then High Five, and then MySpace.
1: Oh
2: my MySpace goodness! MySpace was when I
0: was in uni. Do
2: you
1: remember High Five? Yeah. Remember High Five. So, from left to right, what was the first social media platform you joined? So, you're saying, so Tammy, you're saying you joined Facebook? Facebook.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: Dr. Shantae, what was the first platform you joined?
3: So my first was Facebook. I'm not antisocial. I'm selectively social. And so I was really reluctant to get on any social media platform. But then like once it became evident that I was actually going to like build a platform of my own, I was like, oh, OK,
0: well, hold on. So when was this then when you started using Facebook?
3: 2010. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so I guess 12 years ago, but, and I'm sure Facebook was was around like maybe like a few years before that, but I was like, eh, I felt like, you know, everybody that needed to be in my life was already in it. And that I didn't need to like engage further. And I didn't have like that far thinking vision. Um, and because I'm like a natural born introvert, my inclination is never to reach out. It's always to kind of like, stay put so yeah when you guys are talking about my space that whole thing like passed me by and mm-hmm. i remember things were going around like black planet and all kinds of things yeah, I remember like <laughs> no nope, i don't need none of that <laughs> <laughs> Ade, how about you
2: i can't say that i recall which one was the first because i definitely remember being outside when high five was a thing but i think the one that i can probably do we count
1: MS? Is MSN social media, or is that just messaging platforms? You know what? You could you could say you could say that social media because some Literally, people actually class WhatsApp as social you media. Make a case. Yeah. So I mean, I if like, you if you say yeah. if you could say WhatsApp is social media, then you could definitely say MSN is social mm-hmm. media.
0: Yeah. yeah
2: fo- if not MSN, Bebo. I, I was definitely I was definitely on the Be- Bebo thing. I remember Bebo being a thing. You had your other half. You had your little bio. That was yeah. I have to say, if it's not MSN, it's definitely Bibo But yeah, a long, long time ago.
3: Okay, god, so if it... we're gonna use like, if we're gonna, if instant messaging counts, then it was AOL for me. Oh, oh my true. god! AOL you know what? AOL was the first for me. That I still was still have my AOL email address. Messaging. <laughs> okay, one thing. Yeah.
1: AOL, what? Two point five three four. Ooh, I
2: think I was three. You were three. I think so. I've still got my AOL so. That's crazy.
3: Dang. Yeah. That is crazy. Like I let that go a long time ago, but I was one of the, I was an early adopter of AOL. Like once that was going around, cause everybody had an AOL email account. So that was my first, first before mm. Facebook.
1: That's crazy. I remember like when I was on AOL, it was like 1996 or five one of them, <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I'm a OG okay, I, online, right? How
0: oh, old were we? You? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Even in- address internet was there around that time. I mean, well, okay, let me explain. I was in Zimbabwe, right? I came to this country in 2000, so I was in Zimbabwe, and I don't remember seeing the internet in 1995 in Zimbabwe. There was interest. listen, the, in- the
1: internet has been guided since the late 80s. Or early oh, well, we nineties. Yeah, Andrew, you were a pioneer to have, to have yeah.
2: internet at, at that age. I don't even. What deal did you strike with the government to even get? Like you, listen, you knew
3: somebody that knew somebody. Listen, that's listen. A bit expensive then. It
1: you wasn't inspire. even. That, it wasn't even that expensive. It was like fifteen pounds a month. But then again, in oh. in money back then, that probably was expensive. On
3: top of the phone line. On that top was, of the
1: phone line. Yeah. 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 But I think what they That's did the eventually they text had
3: messages was like ten cents a text. Oh my god. Ten, ten.
0: and you had eee. to com- compress everything into one text message and shorthand everything.
1: Eee. That's a different story. Like we could That's you just get, you you actually That's just gave episode. me an idea That's for another episode. show. You gave me an idea there for a different go. show. I appreciate that. But um, when it comes to like AOL nineteen ninety-six, those times like you would be in a chat room. And in order to get a picture of yourself, you would literally have to go and get a film roll, take a picture, develop it, get a picture, get a scanner, plug the scanner upload in, it. upload <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> so there were so many people that had no avatar. So back then you were talking to people blind. Like these lot don't even know how so good they've it, got yeah, you,
2: you just had to ask them ASL, like your age. Yes, location, ASL. And, and, hope, and hope they were telling
3: the truth. Listen, ASL. listen now that was an opportunity times. for catfishing. Like if there was ever a time where you could have <laughs> got away with that, like that was the
0: time. <laughs> oh my God. I, catfishing. To you. I was different people in them chat rooms, depending on the day. I was never myself.
1: <laughs> Ooh, what are those ones?
0: Okay. Yeah, but then it, it was like, once once I leave, I leave. Right, like I wasn't adding people to like my MSN at that time. I wasn't on air was. So it was like, once I leave, I leave. Tomorrow I'll be someone else. That's
1: Do you know what? Do you know yeah. one you thing like, I remember? Catfish. Do you know one thing I remember? I remember <laughs> being on those rooms there yeah, and there were hardly any black folk on there. <laughs> and it was always
2: racist. <laughs> it would always get racist so quick. It would be like... Uh, you remind me of of Habo Hotel. That's what I used to be on, and that used to get so racist. Oh my god! Heck? It was like you—you you were the equivalent of like Lego people, like in like digi- digitalized little people, and you could explore different places. But it's a chat, and then I just used to get racially abused all the time.
0: See, that's why. He that's effort, man.
1: <laughs> but do you know what? It's saying that—that's that's, that's basically like what the metaverse it. is, isn't it? Like an early version mm-hmm. of what the metaverse is supposed to be but we're going to talk about that maybe a a bit later but yeah man aol but social media the first one i uh, what's the first yeah i think it was myspace either myspace or facebook but the probably myspace that's the one i actually remember being active on and then um then facebook but facebook i've been on there since Probably 2007
3: or 8
1: Yeah 7 Oh wow Yeah Same I think A long time A very very long time I don't want to do it I remember I my, my friend
0: was <laughs> Like I still me, oh, regret that decision Facebook. today
1: <laughs> It's like do you know what's my funny My was
0: telling me You need to join Facebook And I was like Nah I don't think it's going to take off and They're like no it's going to I was like mm, nah I think it's just going to be a quick one It's just going to come And it's going to die So I was like nah So I didn't join for ages And then everyone was on I was like okay fine I'll join, but it's not going to be here tomorrow. And now
2: look. And now look, yeah. And now, I remember now. when Facebook was, was for the young people, and then my mom, now my parents, so that's why I don't use Facebook, because the minute my parents got on Facebook, I was like, this is yep. this, this Listen, is done and dusted. My granddad is on Facebook.
1: <laughs> when I saw my granddad on Facebook, I said, you know, it's time to exit. Exactly.
3: Nah. And that's where I drew the line. I was like... I ain't snapping no chats. I I can't do it. (laughs) See,
1: I was on Snapchat for like a few months and I was like, nah, this ain't for me. This, this, this no, t- Instagram
0: WhatsApp is like my is, name is my up.
3: pace like
0: I was like Snapchat I was like this is for cheating I was convinced yeah, Snapchat was just for cheating it's because not a good how would you send me messages and they disappear right other like, this is a cheating app so I was like nah I'm not sad yeah. <laughs>
2: says the ex catfish how dare you even jump anyone uh, social media the
3: game recognized game though she was like I peep game from jump I see what this is because <laughs> this is a tool that I would have had at my disposal <laughs> exactly
1: Back exactly.
3: <laughs> like in my day <laughs>
1: That's some crazy shit, man Um, Who's on TikTok? TikTok TikTok is where I draw the line I I joined recently But it's like I just don't get it Yeah, Everyone's just doing The whole real
3: thing It's very addictive Like I literally Spent like two hours On on TikTok And like consume So am I consuming TikTok videos On a daily basis? Yes Like it is Wildly (laughs) entertaining But am I producing Content for TikTok? No No, no, (laughs) Um, because it's a it's a different animal. And I feel like I need a tutorial. Like I feel like the early adopters that came in and did it. um, But then also, too, I have to find my space. Right. Like, so I'm very. Oh, how do I want to say this? I'm just going to say this the most American way that I can I can say it. And then I will go back and explain this term. If you're not familiar with this term, I can't do the happy Sambo. Are we familiar with this term, the Sambo? No. Okay, so the Sambo. I have an idea. After slavery. Okay, so like after slavery, you know there were not like a ton of economic opportunities for you know these newly freed slaves, and so the Sambo was like that minstrel entertainer that cha 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 cha. You know, like that performer, right? And I was like, I'm not, I'm not going on TikTok, and I'm not going to be the Sambo. I'm not going to be the minstrel. I'm not going to be like doing little dances and pointing to words and all that I said, I ain't built for this chitlin circuit. I'm not. No, I got. I got. I got too many student loans. I paid too much money into like my education. I'm not gonna be up here entertaining you like I'm Mr. or Sammy Davis Jr., <laughs> or somebody. So I basically had to like figure out. I'm still figuring out how am I gonna position myself on TikTok so that I'm still relevant and me, but I I can't jump on the I ain't never been with a Betty. Like I might do that you know stuff what? with my teenagers. No, I don't but even I'm know not doing that, that like, on camera that? for people to be
0: entertained I'm I'm not sure. doing I don't know it. if I did, I don't know if I tweeted this But I definitely thought it, that I would never You would never see me dancing on TikTok Like it's never going to be me Until I heard that song and I was like mm. <laughs> Now you've been with a baddie <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I kind of
2: want to <laughs> do I just, I just heard a story about a, a TikToker who In a year, she made $17.5 million from, from doing that stuff. And let me tell you, everyone has a price. My price is a lot less than that. So if you can promise me that much, you, you're you going to see me on TikTok.
0: You'll be dancing on TikTok.
3: Twerking and doing the whole nah, thing. Nah, we, ain't, <laughs> we, ain't doing, we ain't doing all
2: that. <laughs> okay. We ain't doing all that. But if there's, but yeah, TikTok, TikTok isn't, I consume TikTok that's been posted onto Instagram. I just, I appreciate consuming it, but I, I deliberately don't know my login and I I don't, because I know it's like once you, because I spend time on Reels. Like I can go into Reels and be there for an hour and a half, like consistently. So TikTok, mm-hmm. I won't get anything done. So I just choose to kind of buy I respect. I feel like Gen Z and the creative stuff they're doing, like it's, it's so mind boggling how they can even think to just create stuff on that scale. And they, they utilize what they have at their disposal and it's really inspiring, but it's not really for me to be honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I second that. Like I have their account, but Mm-mm. And the thing is, I don't want to get, I don't want to get hooked on it. I don't think I can, not at my age, anyway. I kind of know, I know where 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 it's going, so it's like, nah, yeah, nah. But do you think social media is actually dying now? There's been so many platforms. You've had Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and some have died along the way. Like Club, like is Clubhouse even still a thing?
3: Yeah, right.
2: I believe So I believe it still exists,
3: but I, I think there was in one and before then it that. Got ghetto and I got out. I was like. Oh, Clubhouse was really good in the very beginning when you were able to just kind of like connect with people. Mm -hmm. But then I feel like there's this there's this faction of people that permeate in every single social media circle. And it's, it's basically like the grind gang, right? Like, okay, so let me tell you how to flip this this clubhouse into 10K next month. And it's like, damn my G, like we were just having like straight up, like heart to hearts. We were connecting about ideas, we were vibing. And then here come the hustle gang to try to like tell you how to parlay this mm-hmm. into something that can be monetized. And I feel like as soon as that group comes to the party, it's like, I'm out. Okay, it's yeah. ghetto now, now it ain't special no more. Yeah, I think I think people the
1: hustle gang as you call them or marketers, they ruin every platform they every. touch. Everything they touch literally every. turns to dust. Marketers, please leave it alone.
0: God damn. See, I didn't get a chance to go on Clubhouse because I have a Samsung. So by the time it came to Android, everyone was off- alright. <laughs> <laughs> <away. laughs>
2: Ah! Oh shit. If that isn't an advert for Apple, I don't know
3: what is. And listen, <laughs> like, Andrew, get your coins, brother. Like, you need to put something out there. It's like, look, I'm looking nah. for sponsorship. Yeah, I might have to set up a,
1: a, a young get, Patreon or something. Get, uh,
0: an, an Apple
1: phone? Nope. You'll never get an Apple phone? Nope. W- why not?
0: I think it's now become just like a thing that I have to, I have to say, no, I'm Android and that's it because you know I've said what? so much shit about Apple.
3: I, I thought that was an, an American Apple thing but I see it's universal. Android users are dug in. They will die on the hill for that mm-hmm. raggedy ass phone. they like, they are, they're like, no, God dang it. Like, <laughs> no this is the hill i'm gonna die on apple fuck you you fanboys we're not doing it and and it's like but it ain't even that deep for you like you got caught up you got swept up in the movement sis like you can come over it's okay
0: no no, it's because no let me tell you why let me tell you why android is actually better than iphone because every time iphone releases this little new feature you like get so excited and i'm just like we don't had that 2 phones ago. You are like just getting excited about this
2: like, You know only to be only, a phone only when... Android users care. Oh! Oh like I've never ever heard an Apple user ever say this phone we don't care right we we generally don't care we just you got like in a call. you guys call, and you don't Android users will like but we had this feature in an update to like nobody cares when you use Snapchat it looks like you're on CCTV why well, are your I Instagrams pixelated?
3: Samsung users be it's acting awesome. like oppressed people. Like they got all the characteristics and traits. Like, nah, representation <laughs> matters, mother. F-. We invented that. Like, you just trying to, like, get your 40 acres in a mule, which is an American concept. Like, that's what we was old at the slavery. But like, yeah, that's how y'all up. be showing up. And Apple users be like, OK, like. It-
1: <laughs> exactly. There's <laughs> okay, exactly. so much animosity. That's oh. why I don't understand those, you know, those Apple um, presentations where they're telling you about the new features on the phone, the camera has, you know, 48 megapixels with an f-stop of 1.8 and a, you know, Bro. A, I don't, I don't. Just care. tell us
2: what color it comes in. Right. And how big the screen is. Right. And the battery. And last. how fast can it charge? That's the, that's all we care
1: about. That's it. That's
2: it. That's I don't all. think you
0: guys care about anything. I think you guys would just get an iPhone as well as an iPhone. You don't care whether it's good or not.
1: <laughs> thing is i I think an iPhone will if always be good. An Android. Hmm. Say that so again.
0: If you, if you guys cared about the phone, you'd get an Android. But you guys don't. Do care. You know what it is. Let me tell you
3: the two words. The two words that will never pull me back to the Android side of things. Force close. If you have ever had an Android phone and you're using an app and then the app's just. Force clothes like I've they stopped, they freeze they what have you well that's how it works in the u.s and i've seen like, that i've seen that on my mom's is, phone i've actually own. seen this, that this is hood so i can't do it i've never had that problem using an iphone ever
1: yeah that's that's mm. i think and another thing with the the whole apple thing is i've been in the apple ecosystem for like four or five years so or even longer than that maybe even longer that must be longer it must be longer i think I started with the iPhone 4, so that's probably like 2010, 2011. Yeah, 12 years. I don't see any point in doing anything else. See, there you go. I just don't. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. (laughs) But I will say this though, when a new app comes out, you android people are always left in the dust for some reason i don't know maybe the developers know something
0: that we don't know but no hey man no i don't get it i think it's discrimination because it's like why don't we get why don't we have it because you have so many
2: because you have so many great features you don't need to worry about what we have you could play you could play in the metaverse
1: Exactly. We digress.
2: Love we to digress. The like,
3: ratio of single people with like Samsung phones, because like when the dating apps come in, Apple users got first like pick at like all of the singles that were like in the ethos, and then the Samsung people came along and got like the leftovers and the scraps, and then be like, "There's pee in the dating pool." That's because you got that raggedy ass no, phone. That's no, why. No, no, like no,
0: no. people you know, get single every day. Okay, people get single <laughs> every day. And they join them <laughs> apps, so it's new fishes coming in. <laughs>
1: we digress. So, um the state of it right now, where do you think social media is heading? Do you think it's dying? You know, what's what's the what's the future looking at what's the future looking like in your opinion?
3: To be honest, I don't think social media is social anymore. Like mm. so, if we're going to go with like the original intention like hey, let's catch up with, you know, old friends from high school or like hey, my favorite teacher from the 5th grade, it's not that anymore because people are no longer really kind of like interacting um, and socializing everything now everything is curated like there's so many filters and so people are curating these stories they're curating the highlight reels of their lives and now they are just coming literally most of the people that i talk to say they're on social media to be entertained to be entertained or infotained like I'm either here for information or i'm here you know for a laugh to see if there's something that's shareable you know to my friends and what have you but in terms of like putting my quote-unquote personal business out there, most of the people that you see that are like quote unquote doing that and like being quote unquote social are people that are curating a brand like, Hey, look at my picture, perfect relationship. This is relationship goals. And now I've curated 150,000 followers. And now I have these sponsorships and now I'm getting paid on the end. Um, so social media in terms of legit socialization, no, everything is, is one big commercial now. That's how it feels. So if that's has social media dying, I think it from that regard, it's already died, like it's dead.
0: But don't you think that <laughs> gives a gap in the market for another social media company to come and say, we're going to give you back that authentic relationships and, you know, catching up what Facebook was basically when it first came out? Don't you think that kind of leaves a gap for another company probably working on something right now to say, we're going to come in and we're just going to make it social and No hashtag ads, no hashtag gifted or none of that.
3: You know, I wonder about that. And I wonder now if people still see the value in doing that, right? Because I'm sure there were, I would love to hear the stories of people who got on social media and because they were on social media, somebody who wasn't in their orbit that they weren't thinking about and didn't want to interact with found them and because you were now in the fishbowl. And then all of a sudden you get a DM from somebody that you didn't want to hear from ain't spoke to in years. And it's like, damn, like I was incognito. And here you come, you know, with these outreach efforts. And it's like, I don't want these outreach efforts because I I kid you not. So Facebook has like these two features, right? That I despise. One of them is like, here are people you might know or people you should know i'm like no i know all the people i need to know everybody everybody i need to know i know and then you know like the facebook friend requests like low-key i got like i got damn near like 200 facebook friend requests they're just sitting there and some of these people i even know some of these people i'm actually related to and i'm like
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't
3: want you much
2: sorry enough. grandma no
3: Like like if you need to reach me You got my Like if it's really important Or deep Like either you can reach me Or you can reach out to my mama Like you know somebody That knows somebody That can get to me So how about we not do this How about I not create this portal So when you say Is there an opportunity For other people to jump in I wonder now what people go there Because they're like you know what? This might have seemed like a good idea in the beginning. You know, it's kind of like how it started versus how it's going. And now that people know how it's going, because if somebody did create that, I sure the hell wouldn't jump over there. I'd be like, oh, hell no. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> See, I, I, appreciate- I, I, feel, I feel like we are speaking as we're speaking. It's reminding me of how I would imagine. Our parents were speaking about certain technology about oh you kids don't no no no, no. things change like we we had what I would call the golden era of social media like when you could literally you know the things that you described we can do that whereas now it's just it's a different type of. Platform. I, I'm sure if you were to ask the younger generation, like the people who are using TikTok, the people who are who grew up on Snapchat, what they think of social media, they might have a completely different respect. I just feel as if so the concept of social media as we know it is changing. Whether that's for the best depends on who who are you speaking to, because. I had my time on Twitter and now I use social media in a different way. Do I sometimes miss those other aspects? Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like things change and it's time we just kind of get with the program. I feel like nostalgia is making us feel like, oh, social media is dead. No, 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 no. But it's not our time anymore.
3: That's what makes me think about yeah. what Andrew said. It's like the marketers just it's always the marketers that come in and just Kill the vibe, you know, like once the money gets introduced into the conversation, then it's like, oh, you know, like I remember, let me tell you something, the golden age that you talk about, like the Camelot of social media, I'm going to tell you when it died for me because I knew it was coming the day that Facebook bought Instagram. I was like, (laughs) well, you know, like that, like. There goes the neighborhood because I knew it was just a matter of time. And Instagram has been basically trash ever since, like between the algorithms and this. Um... Andrew, I'm not sure if you've seen that, that uh, there's a documentary on Netflix called like, what the hell is it called? The social something. But basically yeah. it talks about like how the algorithms, or you know, about the they privacy, aggregate all of. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they're aggregating things. And so you don't see things in real time anymore. And I have so many quote unquote friends on Instagram. I never see their stuff. It never populates like it used to. And I'm missing out on these wide swaths because now it's all about ads and revenue and that sort of thing. And so like the day that Facebook bought it, it was the beginning of. Of the end Mm. and it just, and nothing, maybe to Ade's point, like we had, we had our moment, we had our Camelot and now basically I feel like there's zero point on being on social media unless you are trying to entertain, educate, or sell. If you're not trying to entertain, educate, or sell, there is zero point in you being on social media.
2: Yeah, we could take that a step further and say social media is now about creating value, whereas before you could hang out, it it could be the neighborhood. Some might argue that's better because now if you're not creating value, you're not taking up space. So whether, whether your job is to dance, make me smile, whether your job is to sell me something, whether your job is to whatever, at least we are getting value. And what some people see as valuable may not be what everyone sees as valuable but at least it's not just people on the first time tweeting their name saying hi how do you use this thing at least now everyone's creating some type of utility for others so i guess it just it depends how you look at it you know what i mean
0: yeah i don't think social media is dying i think either you're actually right that it's dying for us maybe our generation we're over it because i'm using social media less i'm just like there's nothing here for me but my 14 year old brother he's on TikTok all the time (laughs) You know, he's on Snapchat. That's that's what he does. Like, not Facebook, not Instagram. They're on TikTok. That's what they're doing. So, I don't think it's dying. I think it's just the generations are different now. And what we found entertaining, we don't anymore. Like, we now find it a waste of time. But they're like, they're still entertained. You know, they're loving the dancing, they're dancing all the videos. But we're just like, yeah, I'm not doing that. So, I don't think it's dying. It's just changing.
1: Hmm. So, speaking of the change, We mentioned, we spoke briefly about the whole Apple thing. So Apple are one of the companies that have actually killed Facebook's business model with all the privacy um, settings that they've introduced on the the newer iOSs. So now Facebook's main business model is now broken. So the ads, the ad revenue is going to suffer tremendously. And that's one of the main reasons why Facebook have decided to rebrand to meta so that's the perfect segue to this whole metaverse thing do you think you will be participating in the metaverse in the future what do you think of it or is it time to you know check out
0: i don't think it's for me like when the whole thing came out, well, I've thought this about myself for a very long time, that I'm going to be one of those people, one of those people that just have like tin foil all over their house and <laughs> walk around with like a tinfoil hat because <laughs> they're like, they're coming to get us. I think I'm going to end up being one of those people but I'm just like, I can't, I can't deal with this. Like it's, it's just too much for me. You know, it's too much for me. I can't deal with it. I don't even like using the whole VR because I got a free VR when I got my phone, my Samsung phone, I got a free VR. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they
3: got to incentivize y'all. They got to throw in bells and whistles. Okay, they got to throw
0: in bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I didn't like it. I didn't I didn't like the whole thing. But I think it just goes maybe it's my personality that I like to be in control of situations. And in a VR, I don't feel like I'm in control. I feel like it's too alien for me so i
2: don't know I, uh, i'll keep i'll keep it a buck i'm i'm never actually except with the exception of the iphone i'm never really an early adopter i'm one of the, i'm probably like the the late ma- early majority maybe even late majority where like i let everyone dip their toes in let me know what you know let me know what it's saying and then i'll get involved um the way the future is going this metaverse is, is it's it's not even like Is it for you or not? It's, is what do you want to be involved? Do you want to refuse the fact that this is happening? And do you want to wrap yourself in tinfoil? I won't be wrapping myself in (laughs) tinfoil, but I won't, I won't also be jumping in head first. I think it's kind of inevitable that we're going to have to because sooner or later, like simple things will it's already happening. Look at at chatbots. When you want to talk to a brand or you want to return something, the first thing you need to do, you don't call anyone anymore. And now you have to talk to a robot, essentially, to kind of say, I want to do this. That's going to quickly change into a virtual reality person. And before you know it, you can't do anything without engaging in the metaverse. So I want to really know more about, more about the metaverse in itself and what can I do to kind of go in and protect myself almost because all I think about is, man, you had, you had, you got my data. Now you want me like now you want, you want more than that. So it's like, mm-hmm. what can I do to at least, at least be a- awake to the pimping that's about to happen?
3: <laughs> the pimping that's about to happen. So my take on the metaverse is, is, a slightly different. So here in the States, Facebook is really all but under indictment. like. Basically, there was a there was a whole ass insurrection attempt, you know, to overthrow the government on January 6th of last year. And, you know, kind of like right wing media and, you know, conservatives had tried to kind of like sweep that under the rug. Like, that's not really what happened. You know, that was like a peaceful protest. But I'm sure even I'm sure there was footage. Like, I'm sure you guys saw people storming the Capitol. Right. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you know, we ain't even had a conversation. If those would have been black people, we wouldn't even made up the steps. Okay, but you know, I digress. (laughs) And so when they start parsing out and like, okay, let's follow the money. Let's follow where this has like, let's get down to the root of this. And where's this dissension coming from? And where are these ideas being planted and where are people being radicalized into these ideas that you can literally overthrow the US government? Well Facebook found itself right smack in the middle of that because hate speech keeps people on the platform longer. And so, because that's their whole business model, like let's make that money. And so they are literally like right in the crosshairs of congressional, you know, potentially felonious and criminal acts. And so they're like, let's pivot. Let's do a PR. Like, let's, you know so the metaverse came smack in the middle while all of this is going on because people are now trying to distance themselves from facebook uh, because there's been zero virtually zero accountability right now having said that so anything that facebook does or the metaverse does i'm looking at with like a sidelong glance i'm like what are you trying to distract me from this is just mm-hmm. another distraction you know like I'm doing, pay attention to this while this is going on in the background. And so I'm looking at it. I'm not necessarily gonna participate in it, but what I'm really looking more closely at is what you're trying to like keep behind the curtain that I can't really see. Because if you're in business, bottom line is if it don't make money, it don't make sense. And so I'm in the same place as kind of like the congressional leaders of the United States. It's like, let me follow where this money is going. Um, The pimping that's about to occur, let me see what that model is going to look like. And I'm paying attention to it, but I'm not necessarily participating in it because I don't want to contribute to the noise. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to contribute to the new shiny object, so to speak. It's like, yeah, I don't want to participate.
2: But I feel that. like I feel like I hear you and I agree with you, but I feel that we kind of kid ourselves because look at how big Meta, or Facebook, whatever you want to call them, look how big they are. You can say okay, I'm not going to be involved in this, but you're still giving them money over here. You're still giving them your data over here. So it's like whilst in theory, I understand, Unless you are literally going to Cut off power Stop using the internet Take yourself off the map
3: Wrap ourselves in tinfoil Tinfoil What are you do you, know,
2: do you know what I mean It's like It's almost kind of be like I'm putting a stand here But they've got Everything you're worried about They've, they've got and, that you know, data and maybe
3: that's the question That we need to be asking So maybe it isn't the question Are we going to participate In the metaverse Are we still going to be on Facebook Maybe the question We need to be asking is What is the rationale For still being on Facebook We keep talking all this Rah rah We realize they got our data why don't we just say I'm out and step back
1: we okay. are addicted what is, what is the
3: rationale for still being on there because I'm sure everybody on this 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 podcast has at least contemplated at least one time man I'm getting off of this these people are cr- like I'm just I'm out and yet we're not out well this
1: is the thing we're addicted I if I, if, go, ahead, go ahead Andrew it's part of life right and we've been do-, do you know what it is I think we've been doing it for so long right that you can't it's, it's not something that you can just stop doing like it's mm. the neural pathways in our brain that wake up check your phone check instagram check facebook check whatever social media platform you're, you sometimes you just pick up have you ever just had your phone there you're doing nothing you just got a moment to yourself and for some reason you don't even know why you pick up your phone why does that happen yeah imagine if the phone had no internet and you didn't want to call anybody do you think you would just pick up your phone periodically like 146 times a day you wouldn't so there's something on that phone that is calling you you're addicted I've said I've I've thought about it many times I've had discussions with my wife about it. it's like can you come off of Instagram can you
0: yeah yeah I'm sure I can do that
1: nope <laughs> nope uh,
3: <laughs>
1: so many of us are like ah like, oh, you know, social media is dead like social media is bad it's bad for you it's really bad for you okay come off it then
3: it's like so why are you nope. still smoking the cigarettes like cigarettes right. are bad why are you still smoking right?
1: right right so i'm guilty of it too like i think it's like, like tammy was saying about uh, it's kind of like outgrowing it same thing with me is that like, i look at it, I'm like this is this This ain't for me unless I'm because the sort of accounts that I follow now is more about my craft, whether it's technology or art or design or stuff like that or stuff that I really am into, like, you know, separately away from what I'm known for, you know, like menswear um, watches, for example. If it ain't that, I don't care. But Mm. there's a part of me that wants to know what's going on with everyone else. Mm-hmm. I'm just oh, being real I
0: still clicks on shade bar and shade room <laughs> see
1: see i've i've kind of i've distanced i've managed That's to distance myself room. from oh, that
0: no
3: <laughs>
1: I don't follow shade room I don't follow shade bar or any of those i i i am conscious enough i'm aware enough to to know that that is not what I should be consuming if I want to kinda distance myself from this stuff so I kinda like i'm pivoting towards okay, I'm going to create content, I'm going to produce, I'm not going to consume as much. Because it is really, it, it really is a time suck.
3: So, I really yeah. want to like pivot back to this point that you made about like you're sitting there, you're doing nothing, you grab your phone, like you're just, you, you're so hardwired, like this has become a part of life. So, even that is intentional, right? So, there is like a show that broadcasts in the US called 60 Minutes, and it's basically kind of like this mini documentary about all these various aspects of like human life. And so, long story short, in Silicon Valley, the Googles, the Facebooks, the whatever, there are, there are developers that they have hired specifically to do something that's called brain hacking, right? So pretty much it's like the algorithm, you might post something and you think it's really good content and it might get like 12 likes. And it consistently puts you at like 12 likes, eight likes, 10 likes. And then one day it hits you with like 60 likes. And so it kind of like trains your mind for like this reward system. Like you'll be rewarded if you engage, you'll be rewarded, you know, with these likes, with these perks. Oh, you earned a badge, you earned a sticker. And so that sort of thing like literally is intentionally trying to condition you to stay on the platform longer. And so to your point, it's almost like there has to be like a collective <laughs> deprogramming like to go to rehab almost, you know, because of these addictive tendencies because when you ask anybody flat out why are you still on it? They can't provide you with a logical reason why they're still on it. It's a behavioral reason. It's like it just is a part of how I do life on a regular basis. And that's the part that comes into the brain hacking. Like now, this is something that I just do and is a part of my daily life. And that's the part that we have to undo if you're really ju- gonna be intentional about it. I couldn't agree more. Hard work. She said, that sounds like hard work. It, it is, work. girl, getting on crack <laughs> is hard, okay? Like,
0: <laughs> it, it sounds, well, what I did, I have decided because I wanted to, I was spending so much time on, on my phone. So like crazy amounts. So I've limited all that, all the social media apps to one minute it, each. Yeah, because I can't go cold turkey. I've accepted it, so I'm not gonna delete them. I'm not gonna them one minute
1: a one minute a day
0: a day for each app. So one minute Instagram, one minute oh, Twitter, wow. one minute TikTok, one minute Facebook. That's hardcore, you know. It's like I'll be on. It's it's hard because I've been in the middle of watching a story and then it just goes off. And then, like you're saying, it's like a drug in my head. I'm like, okay, so what's the next app? Okay. Cool, let me go on twitter go on twitter for one minute it closes now okay what's next <laughs> <act>? so <laughs> and i hate it i honestly i hate it but i was so proud of myself when last week i got the you know how, how much you've used your phone those notifications and it was like you've used your phone five hours less this week and i was really proud of myself but i'm like yay me like this is really working but then it's still sometimes i think it's a fear of missing out because i'm still like but what's happening on there but then when I gone there, there's nothing happening.
2: I was just about to say, but how how much of how much of your day did you spend thinking about what you're missing out? Because as in your own words, you hit one app and then you went straight to another drug and then you went to another drug. Whereas if you had just reduced it slightly, you might not have had I'm just I'm just picking holes in your thing. I just find it I find it um very no, very I, interesting. I,
0: I couldn't because i would spend for example i'll spend on average probably spend like an hour hour and a half throughout the day on like instagram maybe like two hours on tiktok like i would like i would be in bed just on tiktok because mm. so that's so quick and that's so entertaining like i'm on bed i'm going to bed at like two o'clock and i went to bed at 11 but i'm still awake at two o'clock just on tiktok and then after oh, tiktok oh. i go on reddit then after ready I'm going to on Twitter before I go to sleep. No. <laughs> it was too much so I was like one minute that's all you're gonna get. If I need to actually look for something or do something on there then I would extend it to maybe about 10 minutes and then whatever I need to do I can do it in 10 minutes and then I'm out.
2: Wow three, three years ago I made a decision to um I turned off notifications so except for whatsapp and I'm. I do not have notifications because that in itself is like. Yep. You always feel like you're missing out when you see, and yeah, yeah. Right so right. That that kind of see. Yeah, yeah. So that's the first thing I did. I but mm-hmm. the
0: counter to that is for me, because I don't have notifications. It's the what if there's a notification after. <laughs> you know
3: you, what? You, so they they got you bad. To your point, like, <laughs> let me right. tell you something. I'm a college professor, right? And I have had students. That will show up to class. So pre-pandemic. Okay. So we're in the classroom. I will have students show up to class, show up to lecture, no book, no paper, the essay. I'm an English professor. The essay that's due that day. They don't have that. Like, oh, I left that at home. I left my laptop. I left my book. If these mofos leave the house and realize they left their phone, guess who's going to be late for class? They're going to turn all the way back around like, oh no. I can't be without my phone today. Like it's just like not a, a thing. And so even us like think about the anxiety that you have when your phone dies. You're like and you're not going to be able to juice it for like another hour, 2 hours. It it is tantamount to like physical crack withdrawal. Like, oh my god, like what is going on? You know, like you rocking back and forth, you breaking out in sweats and it's like, can we just can we take a beat and think about that? Like the physical reaction, the, the, the neural systems that are firing right now, the anxiety that and panic that you feel right in this moment, because you don't have this device, which is really driven back to Andrew's point, but like all this. "Quote unquote social media," but it's not social. You know what I'm saying? It's just voyeurism. You're just you are looking and lurking, and sometimes you're liking, but really you're not invested in an exchange of like ideas. You're just used to being titillated, and that is problematic. It's so problematic.
1: Hundred percent, and that's probably why the the metaverse is the that is the future of social media. There's no social component to it it's just like you are in a digital space and then you've now got your digital life and you've got your physical life but now we're heading to a a point where your digital life is almost just as as important as your your physical life and I think that's dangerous because you know we're talking about addiction here Wait till they get those headsets on us. Well, it won't be me. I mean, that's probably why I have probably bought every gadget that I can think of. But the one thing that I've always held back from is the VR headset because I know if I get that VR headset on my head, it's game over. Your
0: kids ain't gonna see you for two weeks. (laughs) What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen if someone gifts you for Christmas?
1: Listen, I will use it, but I have already, I've been saying this for years. It's like, I I need to, I need to say the Lord's prayer and, you know, protect me from whatever this thing is, you know, um, I'm already afraid of it in, in, in some, in certain aspects. So I don't think I will allow myself to be sucked in because the same thing I've got a PlayStation four, I've turned it on like four times in, in six, six or seven months. You know, I'm not one to just sit down and play computer games all day. I have one, but you know, so if I was to be gifted a headset, it's like, okay. See what it's about, you know, learn about it, but don't get sucked in. Because personally, I prefer the I prefer the outside world. Maybe I'm old you know school. I'm it may be a generational thing. Cause these 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 new these young bucks now are being conditioned and primed for the metaverse. Because if you know any any young children under the age of you know 12 the big thing all they care about is roblox like my son is nine
3: yeah yes
1: he spends ungodly amounts of time it's like i literally have to take the ipad my
3: daughter is past the robux phase i'm like what the hell is robux like what what is
0: that it's yeah. so boxy. I, I, yeah,
1: but that's what the, that's, that's the early of phase that. of the like metaverse. Minecraft
3: slash Roblox yep. like go like went hand in hand. But you know what? So back to Tammy's point um, and to, to piggyback on what you're saying. So where's the gap now? I think that analog is the gap now that needs to be filled because I think that there is a generation most of us on this spot on this episode right i think there's a generation that is really kind of like craving authentic human experiences i think mm. that's that's one of the reasons why clubhouse took off so far so fast so like because people were like oh my gosh human engagement and it's not you know appy and you know visual like you actually have to listen and like use your people skills like use your soft skills and then you know marketers came along and and jacked it all up but what that told me and, and the reason why I was even intrigued by it I was like, wait a minute, there's an opportunity to get back to like legitimate human connection. So I think that the real gap now is that everybody that is kind of like craving human connection, that's the market to exploit. It's like, hey, we we taking it back, you know, we may not be taking it back to the typewriter, but let's take it back to like legitimate conversations, real engagement. And I think that um, God only knows when we'll be out of this pandemic, but I think that post pandemic, That's what people are going to be looking for, like legitimate face to face, you know, not doings, but experiences like connections, meaningful connections, because that's what social media does is that it makes you think that you're connected to people, but you don't really know what's going on in their lives. Mm -mm. You're not really like friends, you know what I'm saying? And so I think that's where the gap is. That's where the opportunity is.
1: So that's it for this week. Hope you enjoyed that make sure you subscribe follow like comment share all of that good stuff and if you can really be appreciated if you could leave a review on spotify five stars if you like it one star if you think it's shit. it's up to you it doesn't really matter um it all helps the algorithm what else was i gonna say yeah that's pretty much it make sure you're following me on the socials Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at Mr. Underscore Katebox, the content producer. So that's it for this week. hope you enjoyed that. We will be back next Tuesday for another episode of Redesign. This is the podcast that talks about all things technology, digital culture, social media, robotics, AI, crypto, all that good stuff. And uh, we're going to try and make it more and more interesting every week. So that's it for now. Take care. Bye for now. (laughs) Weed, weed, weed,